Starting this year, states that have opted to expand Medicaid under the Affordable Care Act will be responsible for covering a portion of the expansion costs. When the Michigan State Legislature approved Medicaid expansion in 2013, it required that the state achieve other savings and revenue to offset its share of the expenses. I'm Stephen Morrissey, Managing Editor of the New England Journal of Medicine, and I'm talking with John Ianian, Director of the University of Michigan Institute for Healthcare Policy and Innovation, and a member of the journal's Perspective Advisory Board. Dr. Ianian has co-authored a perspective article about the economic effects of Medicaid expansion in Michigan. Dr. Ianian, what did the discussion about Medicaid expansion look like in Michigan, and, and why did the legislature decide to require that state budget gains offset the costs of that expansion? Michigan is a state that has a Republican governor and Republican legislature, and in 2013, when they were debating whether to expand Medicaid under the Affordable Care Act, there was a significant concern about the potential cost to the state beginning in 2017. The Medicaid expansion for the first three years from 2014 to 2016 was fully funded by the federal government in any state that chose to expand Medicaid. But Michigan and other states have had concerns about whether they could cover their share of the costs, which start at 5% of Medicaid spending for the expansion population in 2017 and rise to 10% in 2020. To what extent do you think these economic concerns have been responsible for decisions not to expand Medicaid in a number of states around the country? Well, it may have been part of the decision, although I think states that have chosen not to expand, which are currently 19 states in the United States, were mainly driven by political considerations and opposition to the underlying principles of the Affordable Care Act. But Michigan and a handful of other Republican-led states have recognized the economic benefits of the federal funding and the opportunity to cover a large number of low-income adults in their states and, and taken advantage of that opportunity to expand coverage, which in Michigan has covered a population of about 600,000 adults in our total state population of 10 million. And your analysis indicates that continuing Michigan's Medicaid expansion is going to have clear economic benefits for the states. What assumptions or predictions underlie that model? Well, first of all, the state was previously covering some health care programs, particularly in mental health and correctional health programs for prisoners, totally with state funds. And now those services can be covered for eligible adults under the Medicaid expansion, which in Michigan is known as the Healthy Michigan Plan. So that's a first source of economic benefit to the state. The second source that we focused on in our analysis was the effect of the additional federal funding coming into Michigan, which in 2017 will total approximately $3.4 billion to cover those adults enrolled in the Medicaid program. We found that that generates substantial additional income in the state for workers. It generates over 30,000 new jobs. About a third of those new jobs are in health care but many other jobs are created in other sectors of the economy as that healthcare spending flows through the economy and creates a multiplier effect. And we found that that additional spending of over $2 billion from the additional income that Michigan workers have leads to about $150 million in additional revenue for the state government through income taxes and sales taxes that those workers are paying based on their increased wages. So over the long run, how do you see the Michigan state government looking at those economic effects and assessing them and deciding whether to continue with the expanded Medicaid program? Well, in Michigan and other states that have expanded Medicaid, each year the governor and legislature makes a decision whether to continue the Medicaid expansion within their state budget, particularly now that state funding is required to cover some of the costs. 
as well as in other states, such as North Carolina, which have not expanded Medicaid, but the governor recently endorsed the expansion and will be looking to promote that within North Carolina. And each state needs to look at its financial considerations. And our analysis suggests that for an individual state, even with the modestly reduced federal funding that starts in 2017, there are still substantial economic benefits to the state and the state government that far outweigh the costs of continuing the Medicaid expansion. Certainly, how this plays out going forward will depend on what changes, if any, the new Congress makes to the Medicaid program, and we'll need to wait and watch closely to see how the Medicaid expansion under the Affordable Care Act is supported or not by the new Congress. So looking at how the states are going to come up with the money to fund that piece of the expansion, has Michigan or any other state experimented with strategies for making Medicaid expansion more cost-effective? Well, Michigan, like a number of other states, has moved to use managed care plans to serve Medicaid beneficiaries. That's a way to make the costs of Medicaid coverage more predictable. Michigan, through its Medicaid expansion, has also introduced financial incentives for the enrollees themselves so that those above the poverty level make monthly contributions towards the costs of their care. And most Medicaid enrollees under the expansion in Michigan now have modest cost sharing on the order of $1 to $3 per office visit or new prescription to help them contribute towards the costs and also receive quarterly statements that are similar to health savings accounts that describe what they're spending on their health services and what the state is covering for them so that they have a better understanding of the financial consequences of their Medicaid coverage. Finally, your analysis assumes that the federal government will cover, as you said, 90% of the cost of Medicaid expansion in 2020, as was set out in the Affordable Care Act. What's going to happen in Michigan and elsewhere if the ACA is repealed? That's a very important concern. If it were repealed without an effective replacement plan, we would expect that nearly 1 million people in the state of Michigan would lose coverage, over 600,000 who are currently covered by Medicaid and the expansion, and about 300,000 who are gaining coverage through the marketplace insurance exchange with subsidized private coverage. So it will really hinge on if the Affordable Care Act is repealed, what replacement plan is put in place, and how effectively that makes coverage available and affordable, particularly for adults with low incomes who are greatly benefiting from the Affordable Care Act, both the Medicaid expansion and the subsidized private insurance that they can obtain through the insurance exchange. Thank you, Dr. Ianian.